podcast, that podcast where once a week we argue those pressing, pressing questions, that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. Hello, welcome. I am Tyler, your host, and the uh, Tommy Pickles of this podcast. I am Jordan, your co-host, the Roger Klotz of this podcast. I am Kevin, your re-host, and I am the Raymundo, the single surfer deadbeat dad of this podcast. <laughs> Wait, who? Uh, rocket Raymundo. Power, my friend. Yeah, Rocket, oh, rocket yeah. Power. The dad from Rocket Power. And he was always hitting on that lady cop. I can't remember what her name was. but Her name was Lady Cop. Uh, <laughs> she was the star of the uh, spinoff series, Lady Cop. Her name was Officer Jenny. Was it? I think it was something. No, think, that's Pokemon. I think, no, that's the uh, that's, that's the skater police cop lady in Tony Hawk Pro Skater 3, Jordan. Oh, okay. No, you're thinking of Ollie too. the Magic Bum. Oh, that's, that's exactly who I'm thinking of. So, anyway, Ninten- uh, Nintendo and Nickelodeon aside, welcome to Ninjas vs. Podcast. Um, what we do on our show is we take... User-submitted questions. These are all questions submitted by you, the listener. And we argue out uh, which is better in versus-type situations and would-you-rathers. So without further ado, let's go ahead and dig in. Now, this first question comes to us from our good friend, Tim Hall. And he would like to know a question that has been vexing generation upon generation. Two points that for is, using vexing. Vexing. Vexing like a vixen with Vix body rub. But like the question bird. is paper or plastic? Ooh. Paper versus plastic. Ooh. And there is no cloth bag option here. This is this is we are not a proactive podcast. No green. Well I'm gonna paper or plastic. I wanna zoom it out and just say substances. Not even, you know, go, uh grocery conveyance, but just as a substance, paper oh, or yeah. plastic. I mean All right, let's um let's turn back that frame. Let's um you know, let's go one scale further out on the microscope. Yeah. Oh hey there, one times one hundred. There's a little paramecia hanging out there. What's up? Because, um, I mean think about it. With paper, uh this is a substance that has been around for ages. That you know, when you pick up a, a little spiral notebook and you start writing on there. That's you and, you know, every other wonderful and famous author in history and Gutenberg and all those Egyptians that invented papyrus. I mean, this is a, a history-filled, you know, this is like a magic school bus type journey that you're going on when you write on paper. Uh, whereas plastic is just some sort of, you know, postmodern new media, you know, jingle jangle modernism uh, substance that we think is the cure-all. When really, I mean, how long has it been around, huh? That thing, that's a baby when it's compared to paper. I want something Plast- with a history. Plastic oh. is the 1%. Yeah, that's right. Kevin, I got one word for you, and it's yawn, because that is just boring <laughs> and more... cliche, and I want the new and fantastic and magical and wonderful world of plastic. It's so good. I mean... You know, yeah, you're writing down on paper, like, yeah, that's that's cool and all, but that computer you're using to record this, like, it's probably like 50% plastic. It's protecting all your 
your wonderful innards. I challenge you to come up with a computer that uses paper all of all of your innards supports. are being collect are being protected by plastic, <laughs> by plastic. right now, Kevin. I did. They will that. also they will soon be collected by plastic as uh, androids conquer the planet. But that's another discussion for another. I did have that experimental phones, plastic. They're covered surgery. in plastic as well. Um, I use only rayon uh, cased electronics, so. I think rayon is a plastic derivative. If it's synthetic, it's a plastic. It's comfortable. Polyester, that's basically a plastic. Those clothes you're wearing, that's plastic. Well, back to Kevin's argument about um, paper lasting through the decades. You are dead wrong. That stuff's made of wood pulp. I I did a third grade project where I made my own paper. You see, I can't make plastic, though, because it's much it's much more complicated. It's like oils and stuff and burnt down. And if you etch something into plastic, it's going to stay in there much longer than some ink or graphite would stay on a piece of paper. That's 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 forever. It's like a diamond. Yeah, but if you have a super old piece of paper that, you know, Billy Shakes wrote on, that's going to be worth a lot of money. Whereas if you get, you know, like a piece of step two plastic that, uh, you know, Woodrow Wilson didn't carve on because he wasn't around when plastic was invented. But uh, Spiro Agnew, Spiro Agnew, you know, carved his initials into a piece of plastic. That's not going to be worth anything. Nobody cares about that piece of plastic. People want people want a, a material with some history to it, you know. You're that. sounding pretty materialistic, Kevin. I mean, I think people want what's actually... This is about utility and form over, you know, the fashion and value of your your pitiful pieces of paper. I um, hold in my hands an Amazon Kindle, which is mostly, I don't know, the exterior of it is largely plastic, and the screen has, like, ink on it that's, like, on... It's made from recycled Game Boys. And it's like, you know, you have your paper books, your, your thousands upon thousands of books in your library and i have my thousands upon thousands of books in my tiny plastic uh electronic device so but no you do bring up a good point paper is much more fashionable than plastic it's true because you can you can you can have somebody over and be like oh yeah no sorry it's hard to get through the door it's just i have my own library i like to sit here in my smoking jacket and just better myself as a human being and people are gonna be like wow that guy, that guy knows what's going on. Yeah, you can't Whereas sit there and smoke if you're a pipe like, and... if you're like, oh hey, um, this is you know, this is my bookshelf. <laughs> I've stripped all the shelves, and now I just have a stand for my Kindle. That's that's just kind of I don't know. It takes that's sad. The, takes a bit of the uh, all right. Well, wonder out let of me it. let me throw this back at you. All right, paper versus plastic. Let's go to cups. Paper cups, Dixie cups, okay, you could use it in your bathroom to, you know, do your spitting for your toothpaste, you know, that's, that's boring, I guess that's a little... If you're, if you've got some chaw in the shower. Yeah, but, red solo cup, a song has been devoted to the party applications of the red solo cup, which is 100% plastic, my friends, and it is... It is just the superior. I mean, the kids are down with plastic. They don't want these crappy Dixie cups. They want the red Solo cup. Yeah, but let's let's move on to sports. Uh, paper football way better than a plastic football. What are you gonna What are you gonna take a plastic football into study hall and you're gonna throw that around? I don't I think so. That. I think yeah, you're Nerf playing balls, paper football. Those are practically plastic, right? Some of them. Hey, are. Kevin. Hey, Kevin. I'm an adult. 
Alright. I've left such childish things oh, behind I'm so- me. I'm sorry that you've lost your sense of childish, uh, childlike wonderment, Tyler. That man is dead! <laughs> he died a long time ago. But oh, no, um, let's let's shift, let's zoom back in for a second and let's address what I think Tim and the the world at large is really concerned with here. And if if you have to pick a bag from the supermarket, weighing all of the pros and cons of these two materials, which which one is superior? Well, can I just jump in as a professional former bagger or former professional bagger, as the case may be? He lived uh, it back the in. advantage of plastic over paper is that plastic is a, as a structure is much more malleable and can shape whatever you put in it, whereas the paper bag is going to be inherently square on the bottom. It may end up being larger and may hold more than a plastic bag, but it doesn't, it doesn't fit what you put in. I mean, if you're throwing, you know, it's, it's good for like one thing, and that's canned groceries or boxes, and that's about it. Like, you can't put, like, produce in a paper bag. That's no good. Gotta use plastic for that. Because it doesn't, it doesn't have a, a, a shape to it. You gotta go plastic. Yeah, but if you're trying to, say, hide your identity, um, you can take a, a paper bag and you can cut some eye holes in a mouth hole and you can have yourself, a, a, you know, a mystery identity time there. No one's gonna know that you were that guy that peed in the pool because you got a paper bag over your head. Uh, with a plastic bag, uh, you're gonna suffocate. So that's not going to work out so well for you. And people can see your face anyway because they're, they're pretty well translucent. So, I mean... Well, that's, that's all the more reason to vote for plastic. You can use it as a murder weapon in defense. Oh, gosh. Whoa. That's whoa. not what we're condoning on this podcast. Whoa. whoa. Yeah, whoa. whoa. When whoa. somebody's breaking into your whoa. house, you whoa. pull out your whoa. plastic bag and whoa. throw it over the kidnapper. I real I really hope there's somebody that that's the first thing that goes to their mind. <laughs> like there oh, there's an intruder in the home. Gotta get, gotta get into the kitchen, find my plastic bag full of other little crumpled up plastic bags, grab one out and take them down. Not not only that, sneak up behind them. Put it over their head and then hope that they just don't struggle at all. Because if they tear even a slight bit of that bag, then the entire plan is foiled. So basically, you just have to hope that once you toss that bag over them, they're like, eh, I had a good run. They're just going to go fish out of water and start, yeah, all right. and start well, gasping for air. Fine. But what about, what if you're, what if you're throwing, what if you're buying some Sisips box juices or some high C or whatever, and one of yours is. I don't know, it was bagged poorly, somehow it got punctured, and it starts leaking. Which of the two options is not going to ruin your entire upholstery in your car? That's a good point. I don't have a car. <laughs> That's a good point. All right, which of uh, those two options is not going to leak down your leg as you're walking back to your apartment? Is this the right time to say that I enjoy that sensation? <laughs> this is the pool pier right here. Um... I will say for plastic bags that you can double bag the plastic bags, whereas with the paper bags, like if those handles tear off, then you're done for. There's, there's not. No, but you can, you can double bag those handles though. Actually, a double bag paper bag is one of the most secure things in the world. Oh well. That's what they use at NORAD and Camp David. Uh, Um, Do you have a citation for that, Kevin? uh, yes, it's peer reviewed. I will be there. Included. There are listeners who are just taking the base of their laptops and just flipping them across the room in in fury. 
of these <laughs> these base accusations. Um, but I will say of plastic bags though that there's like they they come pre-filled with guilt because you get home and you like you've taken out all the groceries and like well I have this perfectly good plastic bag you know it'd be a shame to throw it out and so you wind up with that that drawer that is overflowing with plastic bags and you maybe every once in a while you'll use it for a wet bathing suit or something like that but you're never going to like bring them back to the supermarket uh, so you just wind up becoming becoming a pack rat and that's hating yourself that's incorrect for those of our listeners who own cats and litter boxes, they all know that the plastic bag is the ideal receptacle to take your 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 lovely sweet kittens uh, business and transfer it from the box to the plastic bag, tie it, you know, do a double over and under, whatever not, and then throw it in the waste bin. I thought you were going to say take your kittens and like dump them out on the side of the road. Somebody else wants these. Now, traditionally, you use burlap sacks for that because if you're throwing them into the river, I mean, if you're using a plastic bag, the water's not going to get in the bag. That's the advantage of the plastic bag. No water. Speaking of, go and go and watch um, the what is it? The Alley Cats. Alley Cats. Aristocats. Aristocats. There it is. Alley Cats was a Disney Channel original movie. (laughs) Sorry. Um. All right. Kevin, you have one final point before we move on. Um, my final point is I'm really uncomfortable with the amount of knowledge that Jordan has for uh, snuffing out life of different organisms with via, via various materials. Because clearly you want burlap for, for kitten disposal, but you want plastic for man killing. And uh, I, I just I'm – not, I'm not comfortable with that. So I'm going paper. He's an engineer. This is this is what his master's. This is, is what we study, Kevin. <laughs> Plus, I'm also a professional hitman. Jordan, any final words for plastic? Um, just three. I love plastic. <laughs> and I will go ahead and go with paper. Oh yeah. For because it's nostalgic. Because I I I live in an older era where things are still biodegradable you say that but within 200 years the paper will have decomposed but the plastic will remain and it'll still be sitting in my drawer making me feel like an awful excuse for a human being like a big old so that's not plastic's fault tim and the rest of the internet there you have it in the debate of paper versus plastic you can you can look your bagging aficionado right in the eye and say, sir or madam, whichever you are, I'm having a hard time telling. Uh, I would love a paper bag, please. And if you could so, cut some eye holes and a mouth hole, that'd be real good. Just as soon as I get home, I'm going to be pulling it on over. If I could just have a couple extras and maybe a Burger King crown. Um, <laughs> So, up next, we have a question from Dallas Nile. Thank you, Dallas. And he wants to know, would you rather live without any privacy, live in a glass house, constantly filmed and watched, always surrounded by people, etc., or would you rather live in absolute solitude, no connection to any other living creature? Um, do I'm guessing that's like personal connection because you would die very quickly without connect. Well, no, complete solitude, 
because you can you can become self sufficient. Yeah, 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 yeah. Obi Wan Kenobi, everybody. Yeah. Case in Obi-Wan. point. Alec Guinness. Case in point. Um, they travel I, in. I just. Life. I mean. I think the 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 question that everyone's asking right now is what about what about naked time when I got to get myself a shower or you know when I have to not have clothes on because uh, all my clothes are dirty and they're in the washing machine. I didn't plan very well. Do you do, do, you do that? Does oh, that yeah. happen? Does is that, that happen frequently? Well, it's like, oh, shoot. I didn't there's save nothing, any clothes. There's nothing on me. Must be laundry day. <laughs> I couldn't possibly put on a used pair of clothes while I do the laundry. Why um, would I wash my body and then put on disgusting vestments? No, I think that's a great point. Uh, it's... If you ne- you're never going to have any privacy, so if you are living in glass house scenario, then people are going to be, you know, they're you're going to be putting on a show every time you go to shower, every time you go to change into your Jimmy John's. Man, whereas, I... whereas, if you live in complete solitude, you know who cares? You can just you can be naked as a jaybird, whatever. <laughs> I don't know. I don't give a plot. Well, here's here's my question. I mean, is it that everyone can see me or everyone does see me all the time? Because everyone, if everyone can't see me, I live a pretty boring lifestyle that I feel like I'll be pretty safe. I mean, if they want to check in and see how I'm doing, you know, and Truman show it up, I mean, go ahead and do it. But, like, I'm not going to have the interesting life that Truman did. Uh, I'm not going to step outside my door and say, you know, if I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. I don't have catchphrases like that. That's a pretty boring life anyway. He led a pretty boring life. Although I do believe that more people should have catchphrases that they just use every morning as they leave their home. That's true. You can't can't use catchphrases if you're living a life of solitude. I mean, I guess you could, but I'm pretty sure that would be like... A good You'd sign be that you're insane You'd if you start using catchphrases with yourself. But if but, you just start, if you just start acting as if everyone was watching your every move, hey folks, yeah. I'm about to make level, me some bacon. I mean, obviously, complete solitude, I think, is gonna drive you to insanity. I think that goes without saying, without having needing to be expressed. But also, if you're if you're completely on your own, you have to be self-sufficient. We brought that up, but let's let's dig into that because that means you've got to grow your own crops. If you ever want meat again, you have to, you know, care for your own livestock. Cut um, off your own you, arm. You got to have a meat tree. You got to purify. You got to live near a water source. Uh, potentially, you need to purify that water. I mean, it's a lot of work to just get the basics. Whereas, you know, I mean, if I have no no amount of solitude at all, like I just have to deal with, you know, Tom, Dick, and Harry looking at me shower. I mean. You'd get uncomfortable, but you get used to it. I mean, so there's just, we're all, there's we're just all three used dudes to Facebook already. Our lives are already completely... You know, fa- fa- yeah, Facebook is the equivalent of being nude in front of thousands. <laughs> it's the social it equivalent me. of it. If, if, if you disagree, if you're listener, drunk on you're not Facebook, using Facebook you can right. You say something more embarrassing than somebody seeing you nude. Well, I don't know. I, I feel like if I was in the total solitude situation, I mean, I brought it up before... Then I could potentially be Obi Wan Kenobi and develop Jedi powers. So I believe be he had sweet. Jedi that's powers insanity before again. That's you. That's you Kevin. becoming deluded. Uh, yeah, watch, but I think 
Unless you're completely discrediting episode one, two, and three, which is a fine argument, but which, yeah. <laughs> well, no, but I think his his Jedi powers were attuned. So I think all of us, uh, at least me, I I, I feel like I'm force sensitive. So I think if I just had some time to just you know attune those powers, I think I could get you know I could just feed I could those be, well, medichlorians. Yeah, there's, there's another hole in your your theory, Kevin, which I hate to nerd it up, but I'm going to. If, if at the end of episode three is any indication, Yoda teaches Obi Wan how to commune with the dead Kaigon Jin, and as we know, what was that? That's not yeah, when does that solitude? Kaigon Jin. Yeah, Kaigon Jin. Is that? It, that sounds like that sounds like a fraternity event. <laughs> hey, it's Kagan Jin. You go to the Kagan Jin kegger. You better yeah. believe it, baby. Tag uh, Jin. It's a it's it's Qui-Gon, but that doesn't matter. Um, what matters My is my point still stands. I don't. That he I don't was remember. not completely alone. He was communing with Yoda. He was communing with Kaigon. This <laughs> is this is this is not the question. The question is public. Or private. Well, I, um, think... I, you know, I, I would agree with Jordan that there is a certain degree that we, we all, we all live in public already. That's, that's a great documentary, by the way. If you want to see a documentary that will probably break your brain and also is great for Gilligan's Island fans, then watch uh, We Live in Public. But it's, you know, so much oh, of I our life is public already. I thought you were going in the direction of catfish with that. Catfish? Oh, I oh love catfish. catfish. Catfish is another good documentary. But if, like. So much of what we do is public already, and, you know, shame, like, as a guy who played football growing up, like, you get used to showering around people real quick if it's out of necessity. So I I feel like you could get used to it, and you could, you know, probably have a lot more fun with turning your life into kind of a performance art type thing than you would with... uh, complete solitude because it's not like you hear people all the time you just have a bunch of eyes let's not forget the fact that if you're a genuinely entertaining individual there's the potential to make money off of this venture Mm. Mm. yeah i mean and i could probably get used to just being on display i mean every time i went into the shower i would probably just preface it with here you go ladies and then I would do my thing. And all the ladies would be creeped out and they'd not watch it. Just le- exactly. It'd just lose all of your viewers. It would just be the producers watching. Just a cast of the musical, the producers. Uh, the original cast or the stage version? The movie cast or the stage version? I hope Mostly Matthew cast. Broderick. Um, yeah, because I feel like I can get used to that. Um, and I, I'm, I'm having a real hard time thinking that I could get used to, to living completely alone and not be driven insane unless, you know, again, could, well, do I, is, is this like a Snow White type of scenario? Like do all the, do all the beasts of Nobody the field? gets kissed. Nobody's, there are no dwarves. Well, I was going to say, do all the, house. there do, are no do, anthropomorphic are animals? animals involved. Dang it. Are there any animals? Like, could I, could I like learn to ride a deer? Could I tame Yeah, it? but you invariably are going to have to devour it at yeah, some point. Yeah, good point. Well, that would be don't easier it, then. It's like, hey. Don't love anything, Kevin. Don't love anything. You'll have to eat it. Also, that's, I'm sure that's those animals, my life. if they were, if you could actually hear their thoughts, <laughs> they'd probably be saying mean things about you anyways. So That's true. In this scenario, Welcome. this is really just the, the same scenario we walked through last week. Do you want the the privacy of not having, uh, the privacy of having to kill all the animals around you? Or do you want the publicness of having a leprechaun next to you all the time? 
Oh, you know what you could do? You could um in Full in circle. the in <laughs> circle of life. Um in, in six seasons in a movie. It's in the um being on display all the time, you could turn your entire life into a choose your own adventure book. Because every True. time you could you could be like, Hey guys, what do you want me to make? Do you want me to make uh, salmon rolls or do you want me to make baked spaghetti? That sounds a lot more like Blue's Clues than it does to choose your own adventure. But for the indecisive generation that we live in, I mean, I feel like it'd be great if I could just, you know, beam out to the web. Hey, I'm really bored right now. Should I go read a book or should I play some video games? And That's I just don't point. even have to think about it. I'll just do what the, the all-seeing internet You just says. have to do a bunch of number crunches <laughs> to get in shape for your video game. Have, so, we, uh, have we exhausted this I think question? I think that we've come to a pretty unanimous decision. I think so. And that, and that is, correct me if I'm wrong, but that we would all much rather live in, in glorious, glorious public, bearing all for all who would want to see. Here you go, ladies. Except for Kevin. We won't. We won't force that upon you. This is. This is an. This is a. This is a podcast. This is all audio, so you don't have to worry about that, listener. But Dallas Nile, uh, you can. You know, when you are next confronted with this challenge, then you know. I think. I think you'll agree that there. There's just a lot more reasons to live in public than in uh, crippling, crippling solitude. So. Up next, we have a question from Ben Nemeth. Thank you, Ben, who has been promoting the show a lot. Good friend. Thank you so much, Ben, for for sending questions in. And he would like to know, which is better, sequels or remakes? Oh, gosh. Sequels versus remakes. Uh, I I am I'm pretty sure I already have a set opinion in this. Yeah, uh, I, I don't. So but mainly because the first thing I thought of was Beverly Hills Chihuahua and the fact that that has a sequel. But then that oh, I was turn, I thought you were gonna say that that's a remake. <laughs> that remake turn from the original nineteen fifty four. Terrible if they actually remade Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Ugh. The 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 remake of that classic film, It's a Wonderful Life, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. <laughs> Do you want some kibbles and bits? I'll do it. I'll give it to you. Wish I had a million dollars. Hot dog. All right. So, um, yeah, that that is my that is my exact point because when I hear that question, the first thing I think of is Land Before Time. <laughs> because the first Land Before Time is like, oh wow, this is great. This is a hallmark of my childhood. Second one, you're like, all right, this is you know, this is good, and then. As soon as they started like cranking them out on DVDs, they just got worse and worse. And um, worse. deeper and, question, and... Tyler. Was it that they got worse and worse and worse, or did you just get older and older and older? Or, or no, they more got they got worse. More importantly, did you get worse and worse and worse? That's that's true. Maybe your <laughs> own depravity obscured your enjoyment of the Land Before Time series. That's all I'm saying. Yes, in my court trial, they're going to cite this podcast and like, oh, here you see it. You know, this is where it all started. He this stopped like land before is, time. He, this is the decay you know, of the human soul in real time. He he begrudged Littlefoot and all those star leaves. 
But no, like the first, the first couple are like, oh, we have to leave because you know we need food and water, which is like, all right, that's a fair argument. The next one's like, oh, we have to, you know, find our family members, and like, all right, that's fine. And then, then it just became like song and dance. Oh, we're on an island, and there's a baby T Rex who's wearing a top hat, and also a little dolphin thing with teeth that's singing a song, and. Well, that every, sounds pretty great, actually. With every and with every edition, Littlefoot gets gets rounder and rounder. His eyelashes get longer, and his his voice becomes more and more feminine. Are you saying Which that he I, he's getting obese? I'm I'm saying that they're saying some strange things about evolution that I'm still trying to you know come to grapples with. If females, Tyler, are, the are apex you saying that you're worried that you're close to evolving into a woman? I don't want the Y chromosome to die out. That's that's my biggest fear. Y crow for life. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think I think the issue here is they're both, generally speaking, bad things, and they're both yeah. a sign of Hollywood corruption. Uh, sequels are: Did we make money on this past movie? If the answer is yes, then let's churn out a sequel. Uh, and if, if the answer is no, and that there was at one point in the series a successful movie in that series then the answer is let's remake reboot the series because <laughs> we know at one point we did get money out of that series so let's try and get more money out of this series which i mean there have been good sequels and there have been good re remakes but there have been great remakes i mean just look look at that batman Look at old, look at old Bruce. He's, he's coming yeah, back with a at, vengeance. Look at that Batman. Better than Jack the Nicholson Knight, ever was. The Dark Knight was better than Batman Begins. That was a sequel. That's true. Um, That's and for every good remake, there's probably a good sequel with it. Well, and also, I mean, you know, Counterpoint. Uh, well, Counterpoint for remakes, though, the remake of the Hulk. You know, the twelve remakes of the Hulk are. The remake of awful. the remake. Yeah, the remakes of the remakes. I mean, that's maybe it's just that that's an unsavable franchise. No, those it's are some pretty terrible it hit remakes. perfection with the television show, which was just Lou Ferrigno and him being awesome and green. Can we I do better than that? And that I sweet, like... sweet outro of him walking down the road in that sad piano song, indicating that Bruce Banner would forever be alone. Although I am a big fan of reboots. I'm a fan of when a series gets so many awful sequels and ran into the ground that they're like, all right, we just need to, like, strike everything and just boot it right on back from the beginning. I am a fan Go, of Get the, DOS up there. I am a fan of the Canadian uh, computer animated television show reboot. Uh, it is oh, fantastic. yeah. Back in the day, Toonami. I don't think, I don't think that, cards. <laughs> that did not contribute positively to anything we were talking about mentioning that uh, i doubt it i bet i bet there's a handful of listeners who are like gosh i loved reboot too i wish they would talk more about reboot well what other what other great sequels are there there's some darn good trilogies yeah like, so i you can't really call well, that a trilogies sequel. count as double sequels yeah no, prequel, I don't think prequels that. Prequels are out of the question. Yeah, prequels I was going to say, have, have prequels no are almost universally in bad. This argument. Yeah. Name me a good prequel. But we have Star Wars, original 1, 2, and 3. We have the Indiana Jones sequels, which were except for Crystal Skull. See, you always run a risk. Yeah, well... Is that a risk you're well, willing to take? Well, no, yeah, uh, Temple usually, of Doom was terrible. 
Temple of Doom was a terrible movie. Let's yeah, but Last Crusade was a great movie. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. I think so. If you're gonna say because technically that sequel was terrible, but the threequel was good. The sequel to the sequel. Well, and actually, Temple of Doom was a prequel. It actually takes place before Raiders of the Lost Ark. So I think we can throw out Temple of Doom. All right, fair enough. That's a good point. Um. Yeah, I well, and Men in Black Two is just a terrible movie. It doesn't exist. And Men in Black Three promises to be even worse. (laughs) Yeah. No, man, it's gonna be great. You know. But I just feel like it's got Men in Black and time traveling. That's the recipe for success. You've got Agent Smith back in the back in the mix, going back in time, teaching himself how to do a Rubik's cube. It's gonna be fantastic. Is that the, all that the movie is about? He yeah, and then Jackie Chan teaches young him to do martial arts. And all Everything is kung fu. Um, yeah, but I guess just on principle, though, remakes just make me a lot angrier because it's it's like it takes less creativity. At least with a sequel, you have to write you know Further new the dialogue. Universe. Yeah, but with remakes, it's just like, hey, we we like this movie, and we're just gonna do it again. That's a good point. So I, and in that sense, then I think that Batman is not necessarily a pure remake because it's not a remake of a movie; it's just a remake of a franchise. That's true. It's a reboot. Right? Yeah, that's a yeah, that's a good point. So reboots are good. I think we can all agree. But yeah. remakes, not I, always, but generally speaking. But remakes are just—I mean, there's just no creativity at all. Especially, let's let's look at all the horror movies that came back came out in the past two uh, past decade the 2000s like the hills have eyes and the wicker man and like all these like like terrible saw two saw three (laughs) saw four saw five final destination two final destination three final destination four the most final i think we can all agree that hollywood has ruined the horror genre I (laughs) i feel like it's it's done but yeah that's a good point tyler I didn't realize those those movies were remakes, though. Yeah. But then again, I am a bit of a plebeian, so. Uh, I don't know. Nate, there's just terrible examples on both sides, and they both make. Do you me... call one of us Nate? No, I said I. I think that they're. What did I say? I didn't say. <laughs> you were like, well, Nate. Well, oh no, I said no. Take. I I combined no and take. Nate. All right. <laughs> Naked. Everybody's gonna see me naked. It's gonna happen. <laughs> That's not gonna happen, listen. <laughs> Don't worry, I edit these shows. Um, I, I run all the pages. Did you guys know that 310 to Yuma was a remake? Oh, I did. Never yeah, mind. No, it is. And that, that's another great remake. Mm, uh, yeah. I, there's just oh. so many terrible examples on both sides. I just can't. Then go with the lesser of two evils. Um. Listen to I don't your know heart. What, I don't know what that is. I don't know what the lesser of two evils a is. A dream is a wish your heart makes, Kevin. Um, don't think it. Dream it. <laughs> Teamwork makes the dream work? Yes. Um, gosh, this is just so, just so bad. Like that, that Footloose remake? That's going to be terrible. Yeah. Oftentimes, remakes don't even improve upon the source material, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's, with, it's... with maybe one exception being the the animated Lord of the Rings trilogy. Oh gosh, was, <laughs> was 
probably a lot worse than Peter Jackson's uh, yeah. remake, but... I th- I think that that is a judgment that everyone should reserve until they have seen it for themselves uh, and hey, memorized whip, and memorized all of the all of the songs all of the delightful songs, but I will I will go ahead and lock my vote in for remakes because I will always be much more willing to see what a new director what a new cast what a new team can do with a series that may have been run into the ground than see, like, a director and a cast that have already kind of, you know, fallen flat on their face go and, you know, goof it all up again. It's just, as far as I'm concerned, I'll, I'll always be willing to take take a gamble on the new, the reboot remake rather than the sequel. I'd much rather see The Mummy turned into an actually good movie than see one more picture of Brendan Fazier in my entire life. Well, I will lock into sequels because just based entirely on the merit of Empire Strikes Back, Godfather Oh, yeah. I mean, there's so many good sequels. Scarface Uh, 2. Garfield 2, A Tale of Two Kitties. Carlito's Way (laughs) 2. All right, Kevin, you are the tiebreaker. All right, here it is. And Hope you enjoyed having that tie because you got to break it. Oh no! But it's Your the stripes. The stripes are so slimming. I want it. Um, I'm gonna have to wait until you're naked to buy more ties. <laughs> That's how did you know? That's We're how talking I make a lot about decisions. nudity on this episode. Hey, don't worry about it. We're gonna have to mark this one as explicit on iTunes. That's, I'm not, I don't know how to do that. I don't either. But go ahead. Uh, I am gonna. I'm gonna go for sequels. Purely on the merit of two films, which are remakes, which I hate. Um, One is King Kong, directed by Peter Jackson, the remake of the 1933 King Kong. Because it was so long. And also, Skull Island was made of skulls. That was my favorite part. Literally made of skulls. It was covered in skulls. It was offensive to me as as somebody who has a brain. Uh, Someone who has a skull. Yes. No, 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 no. Just, just a, he, he wishes he had a skull. Um, He's gonna go see the wizard next week. <laughs> I'll get one, so that my my brain matter doesn't just flop all over the place. And you had it all nose. along. Oh. Um, um, and also, finally, my other proof that sequels are better than remakes is the 2010 Karate Kid, which is not about karate. It's about kung fu. You can't call a movie about kung fu the Karate Kid. You can't do it. And there you have it. If they're it, two different forms of martial arts, okay? Stop. Listener, it. listener, take take your hard hard-earned money and go buy yourself a ticket to um Final Destination 34. No, no, it's and the, the the latest just, one is the Final Destination. Oh, the final fantasy. We didn't even get seven. to the the current lengths that Hollywood goes to to try and make you think it might not be a sequel. Like the Final Destination, Rambo, three like D, Rocky Fast Balboa, and the Furious, Too Fast, Too Furious, Fast and Furious, and Fast Five. The Rambo. Listener, whatever it is I was saying, I think you got the point. Go and do that thing with all of your money. <laughs> I hope you love it. Um, so up next, we have a question from, uh, the old goat lord himself, Travis Armit. Satan? Yes. No. 
well, <laughs> the maybe. Lord of Goats. I haven't, I haven't figured that out. He just he trotted on over with his cloven feet and handed in this question, which is Pokemon versus Digimon. Oh, one for the ages. On. Please stick this one. Stick this one in the presidential debate. I have a feeling I'm going to be the swing. <laughs> Herman Cain already one. did. I when he, when he quoted nice. Pokemon. Uh, now. I feel like Herman uh, Cain is a point against Pokemon before we go any further. I'm I'm conflicted in this argument because them Pokemon video games are the bomb. They're so good. I will catch and train anything you throw at me and have a grand old time doing it. But the Digimon TV show was leaps and bounds <laughs> beyond oh, Pokemon. No, 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 no. Pokemon, you know, they... the TV show with the lovable character of Brock, the you know the lovable fop with no eyes who would chase anything wearing a skirt. We yeah, that's up, what kind them. of messages are, is that sending to children? It's... They're gonna one, they're gonna become womanizers. <laughs> Two, they're Which gonna be running around, running around with their eyes closed. <laughs> Which are that's both like... great things. <laughs> I don't understand why you wouldn't want that to happen to our children. I think our listeners understand. Ladies, um, I, I'm gonna weigh in. Mothers, I'm gonna weigh in for Pokemon, um, on ver- by virtue uh, point on the theme songs. Uh, oh no, no, Dig- no, no, no! Digimon's no. is way better. No, it's not. The lyrics. Oh yeah, it is. Digimon, digital monsters. Digimon, Digimon, Digimon have the power. Digimon. No, Digimon are the was... champions, which I will take as a point for Digimon because they are the champions. they are the champions. I can't argue Digimon. With that song. Into all Digivolve into Ultimate Digivolve into Champions Digimon 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 Yeah, but I'm pretty sure Buckethead did the intro. No, but but the Pokemon theme song is so much more catchy. It was Pokemon, baby, don't hurt me, don't hurt me, no more. Digimon never made you suffer through an uh, a 150 Pokemon rap. Uh, that was an amazing rap, and I will thank you to give it the credit that it deserves. I'm going to side, if it wasn't clear already, with Digimon, uh, simply because if we're talking about pocket monsters versus digital monsters, Tamagotchi. I would rather... If you could fight Tamagotchi, I'd do that every day. I would rather have the monsters around me that can actually converse with me in intelligent English than have ones that can only stupidly speak their name. Uh, Like if I have If I have my Pikachu with me and all he's doing is going, uh, Pika Pika Pikachu, Choo Choo Pikachu. I mean, if he has the vocal cords to be able to enunciate his name like that, I feel like he should be able to say more than just Pikachu. You see that I I totally agree. Uh, Digimon are vastly, vastly in superior to Pokemon. And what is the best part of either of those shows or the video games? Evolving. Evolution and Digimon like that happens like every episode. That's They're true. like, oh man, he's gonna do it, and then they do like the crazy digital THX. Yeah, Star it was like Wars. it was like Power Rangers. They it was were mighty and they would like monsters. It was they awesome. would they would power up and then every once in a while they're like, "Oh man, I'm going to a whole other level." Or Plus, like merge with other ones. Whereas Pokemon one, like they'd evolve once and you're like, "Ah, you're stuck with it." Stuck like, "Hey, what? Charizard, that's not true." Charizard, 
Charizard's Charizard. He's never going to become like where Garuru Charizard. Yeah, and, and beyond uh, all that, I mean, Squirtle and Pikachu, never they never evolved. Even... Squirtle yeah. never evolved, and Blastoise was like my favorite Pokemon, and I never got to see him in the TV show. Pikachu, Pikachu whined about evolving. He was like, mm, no, nah, Squirtle didn't want to evolve, so he didn't. Well, look, I mean, the, the TV show does not follow the you know the actual flow of the game. I mean, you can evolve any everybody in the game, and that is completely like, false. Like, what? <laughs> yes, you can. Oh well, there's you cannot there's... evolve every Pokemon. Well, all right, Come there's on, like, Kevin. There's like two. That Come on, Kevin. Chansey and somebody else. I don't know. Actually, but... Chansey has a pre-evolution and a post-evolution. Yeah, Kevin. Go I, I'm going point. off the red and the blue. The originals. I don't know about the sapphire and the and the diamond and the and the Quartz. platinum, double platinum and the and the lead-based paint. I don't know it. Okay, I don't. <laughs> um, all I'm saying is, I would rather have. You know, a cuddly, furry Pokemon than some impersonal digital monster. All right, all right. Now, here's where I'm going to tap. You just said something completely incorrect. Because Pokemon, you can have, like, you can have like hundreds of them. They're, they're so impersonal. You literally just use them as mindless, battling, killing machines. You stick Whereas them in Digimon, a box. You know how many Digimon you get? There. You get one Digimon. That's it. Just one Digimon. Yeah, he that is sucks. your familiar. He is your buddy. He is, like... A representation of your personality. He is he is the digital form, digital fighting form of you. Which Actually, maybe if you your Digimon digital sucks, Kevin, it's because you suck. Yeah, Kevin. I don't think that's and true. And they're, they're cuddly. They just de-evolve into something more cuddly. Not only that, and then in later when they need to get ferocious. Digimon, the Digimon and their their users evolve together. So you can be that fighting like monster merge. as well. Like if you want to get in on that. I, yeah. I just, I don't try know. try skinning a Pikachu and wearing it, and it, you won't like what you find. Uh, a wonderful, uh, very warm fa- uh, fiber and fabric. I think so. Um, maybe uh, maybe a hat. Probably would, a lot of static built up in it, though. I would rather have hundreds of Pokemon to be my friends. Jordan, you should you should too. You have so many friends. Why wouldn't you want so many? Exactly. Pokemon? He I only needs one. Friends. He only needs one. Digimon. I just need one. I don't need to catch them all. I just need the one that isn't an idiot. Look, Although the 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 Digimon story is heartbreaking because once you save the digital world, you know it's like goodbye to my best friend forever. Whereas with Pokemon, you know, that's Pokemon is a lifestyle. Yeah, and go getting that tall grass. I mean, I just I feel like Pokemon just has yeah, it has a better, bigger, more pronounced effect on your life. It can give you seizures. Was that a good thing? Uh, it's it's it speaks to its power, and I think if you want something that's going to change your life, you're going to want Pokemon. Well. Jordan, I'm pretty confident that you will defend the digital world along with me. That you will, will. digivolve into ultimate digivolve. Especially Kevin. Kevin posted in our Google chat uh, the uh, this image of this child who is literally wearing a Pokemon Hawaiian shirt and has a hat headband made out of Pokemon cards and the caption, best moment of my life catching shiny Panita and I even know what YouTube he's talking about uh, I, don't, I do too I don't, even, I, you don't you don't want to be associated with that guy 
I think I'm going to continue the habit that I started on Facebook, which is posting the pictures that Kevin silently sends to us during these chats. These are very important pictures. You don't realize that as we're as we're talking and arguing, like any time Kevin is silent, it's not because he's, you know, thinking out his opinions. Certainly not. You know, funny goofs or anything like that he is on the google image search sending us ridiculous photos trying to get us to mess up well but... <laughs> I, I, i'm not gonna lie i did not watch digimon that much because pokemon just you know it fulfilled my life so much you didn't uh, watch pokemon that much either yeah i did i saw every episode i've never seen you play pokemon though you just well, watch the tv it was a different time no i played i played the cards I mean, Digimon cards sucked. Nobody played those. Were there Every Digimon kid. cards? Uh, I don't. Uh, I don't even know if there were. And that's uh, a point for Pokemon because those Pokemon cards were great. Because regardless, was... regardless, I say Digimon. <laughs> therefore, making the loser Kevin. So, listener, you know you want to be really cool. You want to be out hip. there. You want to be go, a hipster. Yeah, go out and you know. Bring Digimon back. Yeah, like, but oh yeah, say hey, I'm just you know, just playing Digimon. If you want to be the just very best, the Digimon TV show. If you want to be the very best, like no one ever was, you better be into Pokemon. But if you want to be a champion, you wanna you wanna get into Digimon. All right, I'm pretty sure we have time for one more question. So here it is. This is this is an anonymous question we got from the old form spring. And somebody out there, I think probably someone who's been listening to Jordan because he almost exclusively talks about Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, wants to know ring rates versus dementors. Oh, that's a good question. That's a terrible question. You're a terrible person. (laughs) (laughs) Gentlemen, please. We have we have we have a task at hand. We have guests. Yeah. All right. Well, there are guests eating. among us. Keep eat, keep eating, honey. Mom, it, it's mom good they limited it to just that. Because if they would have included ghosts of Christmas future, I feel like I'd be really torn. Wait, what? There's more than one. Were were either of those in Harry Potter or in? No, nah, but the if Rings? we're talking about, am I missing cloaked? something? cloaked terror inducing uh beings i mean there's more than just those two. Oh, just the ghost of christmas future though past and present are adorable yeah oh yeah i said ghosts of christmas future there's only there's one only... Uh, oh, there's my. only one recorded event Dick so and only followed the life of ebenezer scrooge there can I'm be only sure, one it's like I'm the highland i'm pretty sure there's been other ghosts who have been spooking other people into being generous well, that's not the question. You're wrong, but that's not I, the question. I will go ahead and start the actual argument and say that I su- I do not support, but I would say that Dementors are much, much scarier. Because, oh no, there's a ring wraith on my trail. What am I going to do? Oh, all I got to do is hide under these roots. <laughs> well, that was easy. He kind of sounded like bugs, but he's gone now. Whereas a Dementor can, like find you if you are happy then they will find you and track you down and suck the joy out of you basically they're the anti peter pan if you're flying around thinking happy thoughts they will they will ground you immediately so, wait yeah, even like while you're flying so you're you're going to be you're going to feet up in the air and they just steal you're going to be stuck on top of big ben you thought you were being cute 
playing around on the the hands of the clock tower, but look look where you've gotten yourself. Hope hope you like the Dark Lord. He'll be here soon. Yeah, but on on the same token, Tyler, you know what the Dementor's weakness is? Uh, uh, Patronus, which Animals. is concentrated happiness. So yeah. You, oh, so you can defeat? I didn't know that you can defeat the Dementors with Patron. Which yeah, is <laughs> you which just got to throw tequila at them yeah. and they disappear. So that's pretty lame. Not to mention that the ring rates are blinging, man. They all have awesome rings. They've gone online. They've used the blingy GIF program. <laughs> They're also immortal, which is pretty sweet. Yeah. No, it's pretty terrifying. And they ride dragons if they feel like it. Yeah, in which case they get an even cooler name. They're not just ring rays. Then they're Nazgul. I, I think I they're always the Nazgul. Riding oh, are Nazgul. they? Yeah, I, I think they have Nazgul. different names. If they, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, but well, that doesn't mean. I mean, if, if you're so you're a ring wraith and you're like, oh, maybe I'll fly around on an awesome dragon today. Maybe I won't. It's my choice. That's pretty baller. Whereas if you're a Dementor, you're like, oh, I can fly all the time. I don't need no stinking dragon. Yeah, but Dementors are never happy. That's really sad. Yeah, and dragons and hell horses are, like, scary in and of themselves. Like, so you have this scary mount and then this scary rider on top of it, whereas just the Dementor's just floating around in a cloak. He's probably naked under there. I guess that is kind of scary. Can we have one argument this show where we don't talk about nudity? Nope. <laughs> um, I, I don't... Well, I mean, the ring rays are just dudes, so they would just look like dudes naked. So, um, I don't know. I feel like I would rather hang out with a ring wraith. I feel like they would. Why? Be, I feel like they would be cooler to hang out with, um, because as long as you have the ring of power on, I mean, they're just like regular dudes. And granted, they're trying to stab you with a Morgul blade, but they're still, you know, you can still see that guy's face and his awesome beard. Do you, you remember that one guy has a wicked sweet beard right before he stabs uh one of the ring rates? Yeah. That's true. Yeah. The ring rates do have facial hair. Yeah, yeah, and that's pretty ballin'. But Tyler, I I don't understand why you're thinking about this so hard. See, I really want to pick ring rates, but I still feel like the the lord of the ring rates, the the witch king he got killed in the most humiliating way possible. And I don't mean this as a sexist Via, via a sexist comment? This is not sexist. It, <laughs> it's, it's humiliating. He got killed in the, the most cheesy, sexist the way possible. The one-liner that followed his death just kind of killed all the scariness for ring raids for me. Like the whole, the whole no man can kill me. And then she just delivers this, I am no man. I feel like the actual damage she dealt him wasn't what made him explode. It was just the the mind-numbing stupidity of being blown away by that cheesy one-liner. No, that's actually uh, her name. Destroyed him. It's 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 Norman. name is Norman. It's like the female version of Norman. Norman. Is that in the book or is that just a really crappy Peter Jackson? It's in it the book of Norman. I haven't read the books in a while, but I think it is actually in the book. Really? Because. I mean, to 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 the book's credit, Peter Jackson did some dumb stuff with those movies. There was a lot of great stuff, but there was a lot of dumb stuff too. Uh, like, but the nobody whole, knows anymore because the, whole, the movies have become the uh, the official version. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I don't know. And and also, if you're a regular person, a muggle, if you will, 
Um, the only thing that Dementors can do to you is make you sad. Aw, that's really stupid yeah. and boring. They can't until they get more bold. To you, but yeah, it, they make you sad, and normal muggles can't even see Dementors. So yeah. it's like, I'm not a wizard, so I'm not really going to be scared of a Dementor. I'll just have depression, which, you know, I mean... Start writing your fanfic now. Start your journal fanfic about like, oh, that's why I'm sad. Yeah, there's it's not because around me. It's I think not that's... because I spend 24 hours on World of Warcraft. It's because there's a Dementor. I think that's what Scientologists say that is what makes you depressed is Dementors. Yes, uh, <laughs> they yeah, were killed true. on their home planet, and now they are <laughs> living inside of you. Uh, so, Jordan, your final word. Uh, based on that last comment, you know, I feel like a vote for Dementors is a vote for L. Ron Hubbard, so I gotta go Ring Raids. <laughs> I gotta Kevin. stick with Ring Rakes. 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 If you want to rake it, you better put a ring. Rack the rocks. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with Roop Raps. Uh, I'm sticking with Ring Rakes, because they got that sweet bling bling. And I will go ahead and say, uh... The mentors, because we have nothing to fear but fear itself, and also the weepies, and that's what the mentors cause. <laughs> so, <laughs> thank you for joining us today. Um, if you want to send in any questions, like the the quality quality gems we got today, you can send emails to ninjas versus podcast at gmail .com. You can tweet at us at ninjas versus podcast and that's vs versus not we're not gonna spell it out we're saving your time here or you can find us on the facebook uh i'm checking there and you can also find extra information like uh the delightful pictures that kevin sends us and also another kevin kevin cole actually drew some fan art for our last episode and uh another listener sarah Hilf made us some christmas fan art so if you want to see that great stuff then go on to Facebook. It really is pretty hilarious. Um, I haven't seen that. I so need you, to check that out. Yeah, you need to check yeah. that out. Kevin uh, only just, I've... like, within the past two weeks, subscribed to our Facebook. I saw him do it, and I was like, come on, Kevin. <laughs> I don't, really? use, Kevin I don't only... use the Facebook very often. Yeah, Kevin only uses the internet for this podcast. <laughs> um, so you can I find us on the letters. Book of Faces. Or if you want to send in uh, anonymous questions, take the edge off, you can find us on formspring.me slash ninjas versus podcast. So we would like to thank all of the people who have been sending in questions. We still have a list going, so if we haven't answered your question yet, there's a chance we will later on. Uh, send in more. We're always happy to have them. Uh, thank you so much to everyone who's been rating and reviewing. We've had a real good show of ratings and reviews within the last couple weeks. Thank you so much for that. But even more than that, uh, just if you like the show, tell a friend, find someone you love, propose to them, have a lifetime of happiness, and also share this podcast with also, them. Also, have kids with that person and have them listen to the podcast. And then have your kids send in questions. We need them. We, yeah, we want kid kid we questions are great. Ki any kid questions, <laughs> we <laughs> will answer the. There is a one hundred percent chance I am, I am that we waiting will answer for ice cream questions. versus pizza. <laughs> I have my arguments fully prepared. I I have some pie charts, which is not so. Uh, wow. What's that? And uh, one more thank you. We would like to thank uh, 
Gary Butterfield and Cole Ross over at the podcast Watch Out for Fireballs. They are some great guys. They sent us some some really good feedback and uh, some great encouragement for the show. They've been doing this thing longer than us. So if you're looking for a good retro video games podcast where you can win a game every episode, there's a chance there's a chance for you to win the game that they'll be playing for the next episode. And just some great humor and also just really a bunch of fun trivia facts. Then check out Watch Out for Fireballs on iTunes. It's one of it's one of the other shows I listen to, and my brother, my brother and me, you they're the best. If you wanna if you wanna do twenty does right, listen to them. They inspired us to get into the get into the biz. Also, so, mad props to our boy Eric Taribio, who did our outro music and is graciously, blues. graciously hosted this podcast. And also, yeah, so much, man. props to uh, Animal Tropical, who did our lovely intro. Also, thanks to uh, Radiohead which inspired us, uh, as it does every band. Uh, you know, screw those guys. They left me high and dry. So, uh, <laughs> our, fi- our, final, our final question for you this podcast, keeping with the Ninja's theme, and also a little bit of Lord of the Rings, let's hear Ninja versus Ent. Go. For those non-Lord of the Rings fans, them's be the giant tree dudes. Uh, I will go... I will go ninjas because they have sharp weapons and ants are really slow. I will go ants because ants are so slow that ninjas would just get bored with whatever they were doing and say, I'm going to go storm a castle that's way more fun than this. And I am going to also say ants because they, they have the forest on their side. They've got all them little woodland creatures that everyone knows are ninjas. Soul weakness. They're, they they love too much. Their hearts are way too muscular big. squirrels. An army <laughs> of muscular buff, squirrels. Buff rodents. This guy's so, so cut. So cut. Thank you, thank you so much for joining us. I'm Tyler. I'm Jordan. And I'm Kevin. And until next time, why crows for life? Thanks for joining. And uh we'll see you soon. Bye everybody. Goodbye. It's see naked you later. time. Gonna have a summer party Where we dance out in the sun. We're gonna bounce and shake our bodies. And we'll be dead when we're all done. Aside from all the fun and games, we'll hit the ground. Let the grass scratch up our legs, and we'll soak in the ultraviolet bliss. How about Tim Tebow and Tebow time beating those Pittsburgh Steelers? Let's go, Tim Tebow, God's number one quarterback. I hope, I I hope he he it makes him feel big, making other people feel small. He 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 had to take down an entire nation, Steeler Nation, in order to get to where he is today. A lot of gonna be a lot of terrible towels used to wipe those eyes. <laughs>